you, sir. Amen. Today's message is faith to live my potential session for everybody say faith. faith. Come on, say faith, faith to live my potential. Come on, say faith, faith to live my potential. Ah, God, I thank you. Glory be to God. Let's make this declaration of faith together. Say with faith. Come on, say with faith, with faith in the word of God and me taking action. I can overcome every trial. Glory be to God. I can overcome every trial. God has chosen me to prosper and win in life. I never quit. I never quit. I never quit. I I what? Winners don't what? What's the prerequisite of a a winner? They never quit. They never quit. They never what? They never what? They never what? Hey man, winners don't quit. Winners keep going. It's a subconscious thought pattern. When they feel like quitting, they can't quit. When they feel like they can't go any further, they go further. When they feel like it's the end, they keep going. Why? Because it's the makeup. It's the it's psychological makeup. It's the spirit of God in them that won't allow them to, to give in. Amen? And you need that. That's why the word is so important that you get it in your heart and your mind. So when you feel like you can't go any further, you go further. So when it's like you can't accomplish what you thought you couldn't accomplish, you'll accomplish it. Amen. Glory be to God. As I start this message, I want to ask you a question. Are you vulnerable enough to let down your guard and listen with a heart that wants to receive from God? If you are, the spirit will speak to you and give you personal insight for your life. Everybody say personal insight. God wants to say something to you today that's going to change your life forever. I believe that. He's going to say something to you today that, that, will, that you can grab a hold to that will change your life for, for how long? Everybody say forever. Amen. Glory be to God. Say to say my faith potential is not determined by the world's standards, stereotypes, and statistics. Ooh, woo. Mm. Let's say that one more time. My faith potential is not determined by the world's standards, stereotypes, and statistics. The world cannot tell me who I am and what I can accomplish. Mm. The world cannot tell me who I am and what I can accomplish. Greatness is on me. Praise the Lord. Give me a hand praise. Everybody, you received that this morning. Greatness is on you. The world can't tell you what you can accomplish, what you can do, what you can become. Amen. Only God can in your faith in the word of God. Nobody else can determine who you are. Nobody can tell you or, or belittle you or, or tell you uh, what, you hap- what happened when you were younger, uh, what grade level. None of that matters. All that matters is your faith in God and his word. That's all that matters. Faith in God and his word. Amen. Everybody say faith in God. And his word. When I was when I walked to the back, God said something to me. He said, "Faith is an action word." So anytime you're talking about living a life of faith, you're talking about living a life of action. You're not living if if you're not if there's no action, there is no faith. Anytime you're talking about faith, is action. That means I'm doing something. 
We're not waiting for something to happen. We walk into it. Amen. Faith is an action word. Amen. Everybody say faith is an action word. That means I'm doing something. Sometimes I'm standing, waiting on God and praying. Other times I'm moving in action, but I'm always doing something. I'm never just waiting on God. God, what you going to do? And I'm just just lollygagging. No, I'm, I'm always centered so that God can accomplish what he wants to accomplish in me. I'm always centered. I'm always focused. I'm always understanding that God has a plan and I'm just trying to figure out what he wants to do, how he wants to do it and when he's going to do it, but I'm staying connected to him Why he does it. Are y'all hearing me? Everybody say I'm staying connected to him Why he does it. Glory be to God. Nobody, nobody would have thought, glory be to God, that David could slay a giant because it was his faith potential. It wasn't natural. What David done with that giant wasn't natural. Amen? It was his faith potential. There are things in you, I need you to get this this morning, there are things that you can accomplish that are way above, are way out of the sphere of the natural. But if you don't grab a hold to it by faith and connect properly, you won't be able to do it. Nobody could have perceived that a 17-year-old boy could have killed a giant. It was his faith potential. I'm going to read this. Uh, turn your Bibles to 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse uh, 33. Everybody say faith potential. Say my faith potential is bigger than me. Ooh. Faith potential. First Samuel chapter 17, verse 33. Then we're going to go, go to verse 45 through 47. I'm just opening up. I want you to see an example of faith potential. Now, listen to what, listen to what they said. Everybody said, I can't be listening to folks around me unless they agree to where I'm going. Ooh. Are y'all with me? Everybody say that one more time. Say, I can't be listening to folks around me unless... They agree to where I'm going. And Saul said, this is verse 33. And Saul said to David, you are, you are not able to go against the Philistine. This is the king. So this is somebody with authority and influence. See, sometimes somebody with authority and influence could say something to you. And, and the objective of the enemy is to pull you out of where you're at so that you don't accomplish what God said. This is the king. This is the ruler of their kingdom he told them you can't do this so he's, when he speaks it I need you to understand what he's speaking he's speaking with authority he's speaking what he believes and sometimes somebody can speak to you something that they believe but it's not true and if you believe that over what God has said about you or to you it will, it will, it will take your faith and you won't be accomplished what God wants to do in your life I want you to grab this. And Saul, the king, the king said to David you are not able to go against the Philistine to fight with him are you crazy or something? For you are a youth. Listen to this. And he is a, a man of war from his youth. He's trying to talk to him. I say, what are you doing? This is way too big for you. There's no way you can accomplish this. Because, see, he's looking at him from a natural standpoint. You got to stop looking at yourself from a natural standpoint. Amen? Everybody's like, I got to stop looking at myself. From a natural standpoint. Come on, one more time. So I got to stop looking at myself from a natural standpoint. I, I want you to grab this. You are belittling what God wants to do with you. You are belittling what God wants to do with you because you're so concerned about you that you want to allow God to tell you who you are. Are y'all hearing me? Are y'all with me? Now, turn to verse... Uh, 
45 through 47. I mean, I got to get there myself. Let's prove faith potential. We've proven, before I tell you these, these uh, uh, the priorities that you have to have, last week we, we talked about putting God first. We're going to hit that again. But I need you to see that as you connect properly, that all things are possible for you. Now, let's go to 1 Samuel. I got to get it myself. 1 Samuel chapter 17. I want you all to grab this. Don't let it get away from you. Everybody say, releasing my faith. I'm telling you, if you release your faith and grab a hold to the word, that, that, that some, something's happening. Glory be to God. 1 Samuel 17, verse 45. Glory be to God. Listen, what, listen to this. Then David said to the Philistine, you come, listen to this now. This is faith potential. This is faith potential when we're connected to God and not connected to ourselves or to the world system. Everybody say, I got I to disconnect from the world system. Listen to me, listen to me. You cannot be connected to the world system and God at the same time. Now, we operate in the world system. We got to operate in this system. But you are not, that's not your source. You got to stop looking at this world system as your source. That's a whole other message. But you got to stop looking at this world system as your source. Because what you're doing is limiting yourself and you come and try to work your plan instead of his plan and you always come up short. God always has enough for you. I'm going to talk about that later. God always has enough for you, but if you're so locked into this world system, their way of doing it, you're going to come up short over and over again because what you're looking at is natural, not spiritual. So when you look from a natural standpoint, you can't see the spiritual, the spiritual increase. You can't see the thing that God wants to give you. You don't see it. All you see is natural things, and you're like, God, God, but you're not connected properly. You're more concerned with what you see than what he said. That's why you're doing the wrong things. That's why this message is about you're doing the wrong things, and when you do the wrong things, you get the wrong results because you don't have your spiritual priorities lined up. They have to be lined up for the kingdom to come in. They have to be lined up. God always asks something of you. God is always asking something of you. A lot of times we, we're looking for God to show up. But you way out, you way out in left field. You're in nowhere positioned to receive what God is ready to do. In order for God to do it, you got to be in position. You got to be in position. You got to be in position. Now let's look at this scripture. Everybody say opportunities. You got to see opportunities. I'm going left for just a second. I'm about to go in that scripture. How, how David ended up here was, was by doing what his father told him to do. He said, go down there to your brothers and take them some dates and some other stuff. And he went down there and took it. And then there was an opportunity that arose In your life, as you follow God's plan for your life, instead of trying to follow your plan, see, that person said, I don't feel like going down there today. I ain't fighting. I want to stay here with the sheep. But when you follow God's plan, God's way, it positions you to be in the place of opportunity to receive your blessing. Because you're following God's plan, not your plan. There's no way, to, you better hear me this morning, there's no way you're going to follow your plan to get God's results. It, it ain't going to happen. You cannot follow your plan and get God's results because you're going to be out of position. And anytime you're talking about God's plan, it's always going to take faith, baby. It's always going to take faith. It's always going to be inconvenience. It's always going to be kind of out of what you really want to do when God is trying to take you into something. It's always going to be that way. But we got to be willing to hold the position, to follow it. Everybody say follow. Glory be to God. Now let's look at this scripture. Verse 45. Look at this 17-year-old boy <laughs> talking to this giant. This is big. Sometimes we look at these scriptures because we've seen them, especially if you've been to church all your life and you just really look past it. This boy had never been to war before. <laughs> the whole country is scared of this one giant. 
He's coming up every day yelling out, who wants to fight me? And everybody is terrified. So what has been released into the atmosphere over them is a spirit of terror and fear. And a lot of times in your life, when you're trying to move forward, what has been released over your life is a spirit of fear. And if you don't learn how to break through that spirit of fear that is culminating, that is working around you, because you can feel the fear, but you don't have to make, allow the fear to control you. That's why feelings are, 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 not as, are not important when it comes to the things of God, because if you're not careful, you allow your feelings to push you out of what God's trying to push you into. We can't live by feelings in the kingdom. That's why spending time with God daily is so important. Why? Because it goes to your, your inner man, your heart. And you start operating from your heart instead of your mind. That's why when things happen, you can keep it moving because you're not operating from your mind. You're operating from your spirit man. And your spirit man is always, listen to me, your spirit man is always strong enough to deal with anything that happens in your life. Your spirit man is always strong enough to deal with anything that happens in your life. Your spirit man is always strong enough to deal with anything that happens in your life. Say that with me. Say, my spirit man is always strong enough to deal with anything. Come on, say anything that happens in my life. But if my spirit man is not built up, uh-oh. Everybody say, uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh-oh. Are y'all with me? Y'all with me? Are we, are we coming good? Now let's look at this scripture because I, I need you to get this because this is faith potential. This is not natural. So we're not looking at something natural right here. We're looking at something when you connect with God properly, all things become possible. But listen, I want you to grab this too. David couldn't sit on the sideline and say, God, you slay that giant for me. I'll be waiting for you when it's done. No, he had to jump out on the field and go at it. Are y'all hearing me? We got, everybody say, I got to jump out on the field, do the middle, got to finish it off. I got to start it. No, I said, got to start it. I do the middle, God finishes off. Now, let's look at this scripture. Then, then, then David said to the Philistine, you come to me with a sword. Everybody say natural stuff. See, the world's coming at you with natural stuff. You come to me with a sword, with a spear, and with a javelin. But I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts. Y'all see that? It's something totally different. See, we see all this natural stuff. And God's, I mean, and David's telling him, you come to me with all this natural stuff, I'm not even concerned with it. Because it doesn't matter. It's not the most important thing. Never what you see is the most important thing. Never what you see is the most important thing. Never what you see is the most important thing. Never what you see is the most important thing. Whenever what you see becomes the most important thing, you're always going to get an off course. Because God has called you to live by faith. And faith says that I walk by faith. That means that what I don't see, not what I do see. Whenever you start allowing what you see to navigate you, you know you're not operating in faith. Are y'all with me? Y'all with me? Y'all hearing me? Now listen what it says. You come to me with a sword, with a spear, and with a javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. This day the Lord will deliver you into my hand, and I will strike you, take your head from you, and this day I will give the carcasses of the camp of the Philistines to the birds of the air and the wild beasts of the earth. And all the earth, listen to this, see, to God, be, everybody say to God be the glory. 
See, this is about God's glory. This is not about man's glory. This is about whose glory? God wants to get the glory out of your life. So when it looks like you're at the end of your rope, God shows up. Because God wants to get the glory. Look at this now. And the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. Then all, then all this assembly shall know that the Lord does not, listen to this, not natural stuff, does not save with sword and spear, for the battle is the Lord's, and he, give, and he will give you into my hands. So it was when the Philistine arose and came and drew near to meet David that David hurried. Everybody say, David ran. David. Come on, say, David ran. David ran. David ran. David ran. Come on, say David ran, David ran. into the battle. Y'all see that? I'm going to stop right there. Everybody say faith potential. Faith. Come on, say faith potential. Faith. This is faith potential, not natural potential. But you see he had to show up. He had to engage. Co-pass somebody just, just earlier today, earlier this morning. You have to engage. He had to engage the situation. Then God showed up. A little bitty stone, a rock. He was, he was skilled at it. But a little bitty stone. I think that really that was the anointing. I heard somebody say that. I was like, wow, that was the anointing. That thing was anointed. So when he threw it, the anointing threw that rock. God threw that rock, and it sucked into his forehead because it was God on the scene. See, now faith potential shows up. Are y'all with me? Everybody say faith potential. One more time, say faith potential. Amen. Now, we talk, we hit the, that's all we talked about last week was, was uh, 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 what, I'm, I'm going to say this first. What is potential? What I'm capable of doing and becoming with my faith in the word of God. What is potential? What I'm capable of doing and becoming with my faith in the word of God. Amen. Everybody say, say faith potential. What I'm capable of doing and becoming. What I'm capable of what? What? Doing and becoming, doing and becoming. Glory be to God. We're going to continue our discussion on the priorities we need to tap into our faith potential. Amen. Priorities, priority is knowing the things that need to be done and dealt with first. You got to understand, everybody say priorities. Everybody say knowing the things that need to be done and dealt with first. If you don't understand priorities, you, can, you cannot go far in life. Not even in the not even in the world. I'm talking about you, you know. You, if you don't understand priorities, you you always gonna come up short. If you always doing the urgent things before the important things, you're always gonna come up short. You're always gonna come up short. And this is an example. When I was back here, because I said Holy Spirit yesterday when I when I was uh, going back over this, <clears throat> he, he I said I said give me an example. He said I'll give it to you tomorrow. And this this is the example he gave me with urgent and important. This is and, and uh, we got a car. The tires are bad on it. You see the threads on the tire. You know, I'm not going to say the Holy Spirit told you to get the tire fixed. Common sense to tell you that you need to get the tire fixed. It's the, 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 the tire got threads on it. You're still driving it. You got the $30 in your pocket, but you're talking about you just keep putting it off. Well, it's still driving. You're still driving. Then It's still driving. Then you catch a flat on your way to work. Now, because you didn't take, because now you're in a place of, place of urgency when it was important for you to change it two weeks ago. Now you, you, you're late for work. You're missing money. You're missing money from work. You got to either get your tar code in, or somebody gonna have to take you to somewhere to go get you to, to, to go get another tire, bring it back out. You're losing time. You're losing money because you didn't do the important thing. You waited till it was urgent, and it just threw you a whole day off, and you just lost money. And then this is what you say, God, how does this keep on happening to me? 
Oh, yeah, that's what you say. God, why do, why do I keep on being in this bad situation? Why do bad, listen to me, why does bad stuff keep on happening? It's because the decisions that you're making are leading to bad stuff because what's, you, you're making things urgent when you should have done it when it was important. See, important, is, it, it, just, it just sits there. I used this last week. Just like exercising. Everybody in here should be doing some kind of exercise because if you don't, later on, it's going to be urgency when your body breaks down. Everybody needs to be exercising to some level. But it's, but, but it's important, but it's on the backdrop. You're, you know, so you keep on doing others. I know I need to do it. I know I need to do it. You don't do it. You're doing all this urgent stuff, but you're not doing the important things, and, and, and you don't get the real stuff done that needs to be done in your life. Amen? Are y'all with me? But the tire's a great example. You know the tire's bald. You're steady driving around on it, and you catch a flat. Should have got that thing fixed. Well, I took it over, got it fixed. But now, you're late for work, so you're missing money. And the Holy Spirit said this too. And I hope you ain't on a point system, and you already got a couple lates. Then you're like, God, why? Why does this keep happening to me? Today, this is my last points. Are y'all hearing me? Yes. Now, I got all my points, but, but if I would have took it back, took it back to the beginning, two weeks ago, that tower would have been fixed. Am I teaching good? We got to learn priorities. And the first one we talked about last week was giving God the first part of the day. You know, I talked about that for a whole hour. I'm not going to really talk about it again today. I'm just going to lay, just say a couple things about it. But if you're not spending time with God in the morning time before you start your day, you're setting yourself up to lose. You're setting yourself up to lose. You can't be a, you can't use faith potential when you're in the natural. You can't use faith potential when you're in the natural. You can't use faith potential if all that's in you is natural. And, you know, I, I was looking at Facebook and it made me think it was a uh, this lady had on her page. She was she said she said she kept hitting the snooze button right to it's time to go to work. And then she rushing out of the house, falling, trying to get out of the house because now she's moving to a place of urgency because she's not getting up when she needs to get up. She's hitting the snooze button, hitting the snooze button, hitting the snooze button. You know, a snooze button isn't really for you to hit it for snooze. It's, it's set up by the enemy to stop you from doing what you're supposed to be doing. If you're supposed to get up at 6.30, why'd you set it for 6.30? Because you're supposed to get up. you got to stop hitting the snooze button if you're supposed to get up at 6.30. All you're doing is, is making what is important turn into an urgency and throwing off everything. And when you wake up your day trying to rush out of the house, you ain't spent time with God. I'm telling you, 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 you you're going to tipsy-tivy and fall over. I'm, I'm off on left field. But I need y'all to get this. I'm telling you, you can't be a winner in the kingdom if you ain't spending time with God and you're not doing the important things. And I'm telling you today, you need to get up in the morning. You got to stop hitting the snooze button. You need to get up. You're losing. You're starting your day losing. How are you going to be a winner and you're starting your day losing? Tell me you want to win the week. You want to win the month. You want to win the year. You can't even win getting up. I'm, I'm going to shift. Hey, Rabbi, you got to win getting up first. You got to win getting up. You can't win today if you can't win getting up. Can't win the day. Mick Kobach, listen, you win, you win the day, you win the week, you win the month, you win the year. But if you can't win the morning, you can't win the day. If you can't win the morning, you can't win the day. And you got to get a conviction in your mind that I'm going to win my morning. If you win your morning, you'll win your day. And if you win your day, you'll win your week. If you win your week, you'll win your month. If you win your month, you'll win your year. 
But it starts with you winning your morning. You got to win your morning. You got to you got you got to have something inside. You say, see, this is important. There has to be conviction that me getting up when I say I'm getting up is important because I'm winning. Amen. Everybody say I'm winning. I'm going to keep going. Are y'all with me? This is, I hit this thing, oh my goodness, last week. You got to set your priorities according to God's plan. Amen. Everybody say, not my plan. God's plan. Glory be to God. Last week's priority was committing to spend time with God daily. We will not tap into our faith potential without committing to spend time with God daily. Why is this important? When I receive salvation, God takes me through a process of remaking who I am. I must take off the old man. I must take off the old man. I must take off the old man. I cannot be the new man if I have not took off the old man. Look at, listen to me. People are trying to be new and they haven't took off the old man. I cannot be a new person until I take off the old person. Who's going to do that? God or me? Who? Me, I'm going to read the scripture, then I'm going to go to the next one. But y'all got to get to everybody say, I got to take off the old man. What do I have to do? What do I have to do? Who's going to take off the old man? Who is? Who is? Praise the Lord. Well, we hit that thing hard last week, didn't we? Talked about it for an hour. The importance of taking off the old man. Amen. The importance of putting first things first. You got to spend time with God in the morning time. I hope, hope you was dreaming about it. Y'all was here last week when I was talking. I hope you woke up in the morning. I got to spend time with God. I got to spend time with God. Because you have to spend time with God. You got to start, your, you gotta start your, your life off daily with the Lord. Now let's look at this scripture. Then I'm going to go to the next one. Because I got to get this one for, for this week. I don't want to hold this up. To what God want to say to us today. Amen. Turn to Ephesians. Y'all getting something so far? Everybody say, I'm coming out of urgency. I'm doing important stuff. Because I'm important to God. Woo-woo. You important to who? To who? Don't, know, don't, don't ever let nobody tell you you aren't important. Oh, my, 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 my. Don't ever let nobody tell you you aren't important. Come on. Look at your neighbor and point us and say, you important. Come on, say, come on, come on. Say, tell somebody else, say, you important. Ooh, you what? You are important. <laughs> you are in what? You are important. Listen to me. Wonder why I know you're important? Because God made you with a purpose. Let me get back in the scripture. I'm, y'all getting me excited. Y'all, why y'all ain't happy with me? Come on, come on. Look at me. Come on. Y'all, y'all, y'all up? Y'all got y'all getting it? Glory be to God. I need, I, I need me a couple people in here going to clap their hands and say, woo. I'm talking about, I need me a couple in here. Maybe we can get some, some. I, Lord, I call in the people going to go, yes. And then everybody be looking at them like, shut up. I'm trying to hear. <laughs> Where did they come from? Our sanctuary is quiet. <laughs> Amen. We need a couple of folks making some noise up in here. Amen. It's okay to say amen. It's okay to clap your hands. Amen. You engage in the word. Amen. Engage the word that you're being, that's being preached to you. Now let's look at Ephesians chapter 4, verse 20. 
Listen to what it says. Listen to what it says. But you have not so learned Christ if indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him. Who are you taught by? Christ. Christ. Who's teaching you right now? Christ. Christ. Amen. And the truth is, uh, is in Jesus that you put off concerning the former conduct. Everybody say put off, put off. Con- uh, uh, concerning the former conduct. Say I got control. I got control. I can put off that old man. What? I can put off. What can you do? Can I put off that old man? Don't let that devil tell you you can't change. Oh, I hear it. I can't change. Yes, you can. 